Listener Production. Two cuddly boys overloading the bromance cuter meter. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Yes, thank you very much for joining us once again. I am still in America. It's a big American week. I'll be telling you some more yarns in a moment. But first of all, Matt O'Kine, you're still in Sydney, yeah? I sure am. Um, now, I might be a little bit late to this because we are in the past here on this side of the international dateline. So apologies if, if you're sick of this. But have you been devoured by a lion yet? Did they escape to Ronga oh. Zoo? What the hell happened? I saw that there was a story about like kids were like camping there overnight and stuff when they got the call they all got locked in a in a like shed for 90 minutes apparently the roar and snore <laughs> there was a failure of the mesh wire fence fastenings oh, i wasn't sure whether they were doing the old uh you know getting into the music festival let's all just uh <laughs> distract the security guards and Climb the fence, but I'm surprised these big cats didn't make their way straight to Parliament House, eh? That's where most of the lion happens, <laughs> isn't it? The lion happens in Canberra, doesn't it, eh? Yeah, a few lions escape around <laughs> down there. Um, look, no, that's it's good that I was over here safe, but it's good to hear that everyone turned out okay. But it is going to be a very big show of all-day breakfast today. Not only are we going to be chatting about a few uh, things happening stateside, but also we've got an incredible man on the show, Matt. Yeah, that's right. Talking about big cats, uh, one of the biggest in the Australian uh, hip-hop scene is Mr. Howl Atikefu. He has just released a book. It is called King, and we're going to dive into some of the stories that sets this man apart from uh, from the rest in this in what is just a booming industry now. But when he started, mate, there was it was it was farmland back then, you know. <laughs> Tell you what, it was like the opening part of Age of Empires, Aussie hip hop in the, the early '90s when Al Latakefu was around. <laughs> it was like him and maybe John Safran in his university band Raspberry Cordial were the only two uh, people at that point. But look, it's, it's going to be a really interesting chat. So stick with us as part of this all day breakfast with Matt and Alex. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, that's right. It is another fine new day here at Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. And Alex Dyson is still uh, making everyone jealous by gallivanting all over the world uh, and the United States of America right now. Where do we catch you, Alex? Well, mate, uh, you catch me. It's not that. <laughs> i tell you what. I'll tell you what's not glamorous over here. I think it is in movies because they make it seem like you meet like your biggest crush at laundromats, actual laundromats in America. Not a great place. I went to put like the <laughs> the suds in the machine. You look at it, it's just crusty, old, you know, used detergent getting into your clothes. But how else are you going to get the hot sauce out of <laughs> your entire wardrobe? That's right. Alex Dyson had a hot sauce accident uh, in his luggage uh, yesterday, if you missed it. But uh, have you seen any stars, Dyson? Have you spotted any stars on the streets of LA? Tell you what I didn't tell you. Um, after we talked Formula One, right, yesterday, because um, I went to the yeah. Austin Grand Prix, two days later in Austin at the cafe with Mason, Cox, and Luke. Guess who's at the other cafe with us? Oh, who? Daniel Ricciardo. <gasps> Whoa. F1 driver, which is crazy because the, that day I was flying to Las Vegas to catch up with Bridget Hustwaite, who... Um, 
what's the word? Thirsts? Not thirsts. It's not because I think it's a it's a personality crush on Daniel Ricardo, but she loves him so much. I've seen her like post so much stuff about just loving Daniel Ricardo. So when I said good day to him, wait, 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 hold on. You said hello to him? Yeah, we. I said said. Hello. Like Mason went up and introduced himself and then I just sort of like sidled in and was like, hey, it was very nice. Damn, dog. That's great. You have been partying though. I mean, tell us about Vegas. What's been going on? Well, Vegas, my friend. Vegas, my first, when I first got there, I got off the plane like as the sun was rising and walked to the strip and for 15 minutes, I was in awe of this place. Like it was beautiful and it's, it's the kind of place where just say you're in a meeting at work, okay, and you've got a boss there, right? Most of the time, a boss will shoot down ideas and say, that's not feasible. We can't do that, unfortunately. That's a silly idea. Whoever was in the meeting for Las Vegas, they did not shoot down a single idea of what they should put on, put in this place. You've got the Eiffel Tower across the road from an old Caesar's Palace, an old Roman place. Down the road is New York, next to like a castle of things. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, for 15 minutes I was overawed, but then it's like, oh, my God, it's the same all the way through. The other good thing is the shows that are on, and you, you see buses going past, and it's like John Legend playing tonight, and then Adele, and you got Rod Stewart, um, and then this guy called Wayne, who I had no idea who he was, but um, who was playing at a nightclub while I was there was Dead Mouse, and I actually met these two other Aussies at the pool at the Flamingo Hotel. I walked past, and they went, oh, hey, Matt, and I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, sorry, Alex. <laughs> I'm like, hey, and we had a chat, and they're like, oh, we're going to Dead Mouse. I'm like, oh, we're going to Dead Mouse too. So we went along to Dead Mouse and got in the taxi um, to go there, and this guy picks us up in this Tesla, and then out of nowhere, these sounds start emerging. So I whipped out my microphone and I recorded what was going on in the back of this uh, Tesla on the way to Dead Mouse. <laughs> Right, have you been eating too many tacos tonight, Stephen? No, it's the young lady in the back. <laughs> What's your name, young lady? Bronte. Bronte, there's some fart noises coming from your side of the car. What's happening? Oh, it smells so bad in here. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, it smells like poo. Wait, what was happening there? So on the dashboard, you could go to this sort of on the screen of the Tesla, you could go to the whoopee cushion function. Place it with the surround sound where you want the whoopee cushion to sound. And Steve, this Tesla driver, was put it originally where I was and was pressing whoopee cushion and these fart noises were coming out from where I was. And Bronte and Reese, my two new mates, thought I was farting. And then he moves it over to Bronte's side and then presses whoopee cushion. Oh then goes, now look, I could do it from outside the car. And he starts making these fart noises down the strip we of Las Vegas outside the car. Driverless electronic cars just so that we can do things like this. Yeah, exactly. Humanity is doomed, man. We really are. And I got to tell you as well, in the, in the nightclub, they had the bathroom attendants. Here's a little tip for rookies going along. This guy went to hand me some paper towel. I'm like, no, I like put my hands back. I'm like, because if he handed me that paper towel, I'm going to have to be paying him a tip. And I'm like, no, 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 thanks. I'm just going <laughs> to wave my hands in the air. I'm not. <laughs> Old wet palms Daiso at the table. <laughs> I'll take some wet palms over forking out any more USD that I don't have to. Goodness gracious. <laughs> this is Matt and Alex. Well, Alex Dyson, I mentioned that I was going to a pretty 
Luxe Resort over my break, which I went for a couple of days. Were you in Bali? What were you doing? Nah, nah. Look, I was in Byron, still trying to find Chris. <laughs> a lot of a lot of famous people uh, around Byron over the last couple of years, certainly calling Byron their home. So I was on um, I was on high alert, keeping the eyes peeled. And lo and behold, Alex Dyson, first day, I'm at the very beautiful blue pool. And lo and behold, I spot someone in one of the, what are they called? The little huts? What are they usually called? You know, pagolas or whatever. So anyways, I'm in the pool. Sophia's diving under the water saying, ruse to the rescue every single time and then diving ahead underwater. And, uh, and I was there helping her sort of pick up her little sinky things. And when I look up, I see one of Australia's most famous cricketers. <gasps> now, before I go on, we're going to do a quick quiz. All right, Bron, you ready? <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I could name one cricketer. You would know this cricketer, and I'll tell you why. Because as soon as I said, oh, that's so-and-so, Belinda knew who it was, and Belinda's mum knew who it was. All right, here we go. Here it is. This is a quiz. Bron and Alex facing off against each other in mats. Who did he see <laughs> at the Elements Resort in Byron last week? Here we go. Do we just guess or you're giving us actual hints? No, I'm giving you clues. Okay, oh, okay. here we go. Born in Wollongong on the 8th of December, 1976, I played my first grade cricketing debut in the early 90s playing for Campbelltown. Are we buzzing in? Yes, in right. my in Can my I test debut, Bron. Oh, yes. Is it Ricky Ponting? It is not Ricky Ponting okay. in my, no, my in my test debut. He's a Tassie boy, I think. Bron. <laughs> is that the only cricketer you I know? Can't name any other cricket? I don't think you I know, know more cricketers than this. All right, what about this? In my test debut against India, I picked up a fifer in the match and became second Australian ever after Dennis Lilly to take a five-wicket haul on debut. Okay, Five, next one. Uh, in the decade of the year 2000 to 2009, only Mattia Muraliteran took more one-day international wickets than me. Did they date anyone famous? Would, that would help Okay, me. what about this? I am a member of the rock band Six and Out. <laughs> no idea. Um, okay, what about this? I've appeared in movies such as Victory and Un-Indian. Brett Lee. Hey! <laughs> oh! <laughs> See, I told you you know Brett Lee. The guy from Milo ads is how I know him. <laughs> okay, well. Was it a Wheat Bix? Anyway, Brett Lee was there. A Wheat Bix. <laughs> but here's the thing. My partner saw Brett and then Belinda's mum saw Brett, but... Um, Belinda's mum's partner was joining us later, a little bit mm. later on, right? So when he got there, we're like, guess what? There's a famous cricketer here. Keep your eyes peeled. He's like, who is it? And we're like, and oh, he, and he's like, born in Wollongong in 1978. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, we'll let you find him. And then we were never in the pool at the same time as Brett ever again. Wow. I don't know whether that was on, you know, purpose because <laughs> Brett, <laughs> Brett didn't take kindly to... All of us ogling him. But anyways, but, so the whole time when we were leaving, we didn't we didn't even know who we'd, we'd been talking about because he's like, who is this person? And we're like, well, you'll see him. You'll see him. And then he never saw him. So he was the only person who didn't get to see Brett Lee. So <laughs> the question is, when have you been the only person who didn't see something? Oh, my God. We asked you, when were you the only person who didn't see something, Daiso? Yes, we did. Um, James got in touch saying a mate slept for 17 hours at Falls Festival. He was the only one in the group not to see Fleet Foxes. Oh, that's that a is big a nap. That's, <laughs> that's, a big... that's an expensive nap. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know when he woke up as well, he said, uh, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm watching. I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs> um, Reese said, we sent our mate to the bar to get drinks and he missed Gary Anderson throw a nine data. <laughs> What's a nine data? Well, Matt, a nine data. Here we go. Is a perfect leg or a single game in the sport of darts. In a single game of darts, each player must score exactly 501 with the final dart ending on a double or the bullseye and the fewest possible number of darts to achieve this feat is nine darts. So not Whoa. a single wasted dart from <laughs> Gary Anderson there while uh, Reese was at the bar. Everyone would have been losing it. <laughs> and they would have been singing... Um, the riff to um, Zombie Nation. And now on All Day Breakfast, it gives us great pleasure to welcome to the show a very good friend of ours, a uh, formal stable mate when Alex Dyson and I both worked over at a uh, at a different public funded radio station. I wouldn't even say stable mates. I would say, you know, he is the royalty <laughs> and we are the stable boys of the castle. Like, and I mean it, he's actually branded uh, the, the godfather or the king, some would say, of uh, Australian rap and hip-hop. So, uh, and he's got a book to tell you all about it right now. So please, welcome to the show. How about to Kefu? Yeah, 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 I'm getting flashbacks. I'm getting <laughs> wild flashbacks of uh, sharing the microphone studio with you guys. So, yeah, fully appreciate uh, your time and energy. Thank you. Oh, come on. I'm so excited that you're here. I mean, I was shocked. I was actually, and I'm angry. I'm angry, how? Because we spent a whole day the other day together, literally from nine to five. <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking, we're, I mean, how and I, we got this thing going on, a little project that we've been working on, and we talk a whole, whole day. You don't mention a single thing about the fact that, what, a day later you're going to be announcing that you're leaving um, <gasps> this show that you've been hosting for how long? 14 years? Yeah, long time, long time. 14 glorious years. Uh, yeah, I know. I just... You know, like, I'm just kind of like the head down, just work away type person. And Real G's move in silence like lasagna. That's, yeah, big shout out to uh, Tunchi. <laughs> oh, you're a very humble man, How You always used to come in and um, I remember when I went back and did six months of lunch, got to chat to you um, every week when you came in and served up the uh, the freshest magma coming out of the times. But you must have had so many experiences over the years, these specialty shows. You're such a part of the community. One of my favourite stories from Triple J days uh this is when andrew hogue was hosting the racket um he was at the big day out <laughs> and he was hanging around and i think oh, i can't remember what band it was either slipknot no it wasn't slipknot it was like slayer was meant to be playing the big day out they cancelled like 15 minutes before their set someone had to go out and tell the crowd uh, that slayer was a peg they turned to go who do these metalheads respect the most? And they said, how about Hogan? He had to go out and tell these people who went absolutely off. They threw stuff at him. Have you had a similar memory from your 14 years of Triple J of where you've had oh, to, wow. you know, really get up and um, chat to the hip-hop crowd and potentially disappoint them in some way? Wow. Wow, that is a story. Like, yeah, I mean, he probably would have went out there like full night shining armor. Like. Kind of stuff that he turned at him. No, I'm very fortunate that um, you no, know, I'm I'm good with the hands. So like, no, no, like, no, I've never had to have those kind of those kind of hairy moments. Um, 
you know, you kind of get the occasional, you know, comments here and there, but I always feel like, you know, if you're not saying it to my face and it's not really worth worrying about. So that, yeah, and like I said before, I had a really good run there at the station and I have a lot of love for the people that are, you know, for, for you guys and a lot of people I worked with in the past and, and presently. Just absolute passion for the genre, which you've been with from the inception, I guess, you know, mid nineties, Australian hip hop was, but, but a glimmer in a few young, you know, upstarts eyes. And now, you yeah. know, going to strength from strength to strength to strength, Genesis, a Wusu, you know, taking over even, you know, it's not yeah. necessarily part of the genre, but it certainly spawned like the kid Leroy, just worldwide massive. Mm. Can you, can you, how could you sum up in, you know, 45 seconds, the, the history of Australian hip hop, which um, <laughs> you've been at the forefront of for all this time? Yeah, so, you know, if I wasn't a part of it, I had front row seat to it. So I was very fortunate to to be able to use the platform I had to back the artists that, you know, otherwise didn't have a voice. And so to see a lot of years come and go, see a lot of artists and movements come and go, but, yeah, to see, you know, because Genesis is from Canberra, you know, and I, and I knew his older brother as well, and such a small community, you know each other. Citizen K. And, yeah, Citizen K, and I've been shouted to Citizen K, and, to see Genesis Owusu, you know, he was the, the little brother of Citizen K, and then to see him explode into to what he is today, I just saw that he's going to be playing at Madison Square Garden with, I forgot who with, but like Block Party was on there. But yeah, just to see that. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, Paramore. He's disappointing Paramore, I saw. Yeah, Paramore, name. Paramore. Yeah, that's it. That's so and, mad. And of course, yeah, and of course, Kid Leroy, like, yeah, what can you say? Biggest export in the world. Well, what about, what about your... Your career after sort of picking up the the mic, you know, uh, Queen being mid nineties, winning the first best urban aria in two thousand four. You've done so many things. What is one of the pinch me moments? You know, whether it is with a yes. celebrity or playing a gig in front of thousands, or what's one of the yes. standout pinch me moments that you've had in this uh, in yeah. this career? But it's funny you mentioned winning the aria and with a triple J and. You know, for many years, I was the only ARIA Award winner presenter at Triple, Triple J Award until someone else grabbed one and I was just like, oh, okay. So, you know, Wait, is that someone else, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes! One winner, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Well, and, uh, I, I got it in before Matty Boy. Come on. I got, got it in oh, before Oh, that's true. Daiso oh, did. Daiso won before me. That's right. All right, fine. Um, but yeah, I think that one of the biggest moments was meeting Cool Hope, who, you know, is the one that created the whole hip hop culture and he was in Sydney and then to meet him was a big pinch me moment, but even more, and I explained it in the book was bringing him to Queenbian and and DJing at a family barbecue. That was (laughs) funny, funny, funny story, you know, and very surreal and walking into your, you know, extension and then. You know, there's a seven foot Jamaican, you know, genre creating Bronx man in, in the <laughs> DJing and just looking around like your mates from mates from Cambar and your uncles and everyone just looking at him and it's like, yeah, wow, was a, that was a big moment. Uh, amazing stuff. Well, look, we're excited about the uh, book coming out. It is called King Life, Death, and Hip Hop. It's available now, so please check it out if you love um, hip hop. Australian hip hop or our man Lahal La- 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 Latakefu, then uh, we absolutely have to check it out as a must read this year or give it to someone 
who uh, who loves those things hey, for Christmas. Christmas is around the corner. That's, hey. that's it. It's a good prezi. Well, what better way to show them how you love them? Speaking of rapping. <laughs> with me on the front. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that, Daiso. Anyways, thank you very much. We will catch you next time, How Appreciate you both. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Please grab yourself a copy of King, Life, Death and Hip Hop. And don't forget that me and Alex Dyson will be here, same time, same place, tomorrow. We will see you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.